Welcome, 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 world. Episode 39 or 40? 39, baby. 39. Episode 39 like three of the Great nine. American Hip Hop Debate Podcast. Let's talk to you. Go. Keeping it mad tropical, keeping it mad Caribbean, because we got the God. Rolling the curator, aka Jigmaster, in the building. Say what up to the people, Jigmaster. Peace. Good night. I want to say one thing first and foremost: it's Saturday Night Fever. <laughs> that it is. That it is. We got um, international Mook on the check-in. Excuse me, pardon me, pardon me, pardon my French, and, and let's edit that. We got international Blood on the check-in. We checking in uh, this week, brother Blood. That's what I like, man. My man got it corrected. I like that, man. We all made mistakes, but as long as we can get up and correct ourselves, that, that's what it is. That's the meaning of life. You know what I mean? That's right. Preach your blood. <laughs> Yo, what's popping? What's popping, brother? Jig Master, a.k.a. Fresh Materials. What's good? Hey, man. You know, just um, keep them off foot on their necks, basically. <laughs> as you should. I like that. Should. That's what and you got to do. Know, I'm going to clarify that for the people. When I say keep keeping my foot on their necks, it's basically like changing the narrative on how art should be perceived, how it should be handled, and how it should be represented. That's a, <laughs> a deep-ass answer, and we're going to go into that deeper, or excuse me, we're going to delve into that deeper. Once we get to um to the interview, but you ain't tell us where you was checking in from, blood. Ah uh, man, you know right now I'm checking in from Washington D.C. Man, uh, you know there was some some big news, and uh, I came out here to to figure out what the hell is going on with the with the White House, man. You know, yeah. so reporting live. You're gonna rock. I, the no, boat? you know I'm just a, I'm just a newsman. That's all I am, man. I, I provide the news, man. Thank Power you. to the people. Thank you, CNN. We got Brother <laughs> F in the building. Um, uh, for the second episode in a, in a row, we are away from home. We're on the road. We're actually in the LES. The LES right uh. now. We're at the Brother Jigmaster's gallery. Um, recording live. Office. Brother F making sure we sound proper. Brought the uh, mobile studio with us. So, uh... This- this game two of the On the Road series. Great Fuego. That's it. On the road. To my left, I got Brother VSOP. That was, That's a good answer. Good answer. That was a, uh, a mouthful pause. <laughs> <laughs> 
Shout out to all the listeners on Apple Podcasts. Shout out to all the listeners on Spotify. Everybody checking in on YouTube. Shout out to everybody on the socials. Make sure you're following at GHHD Podcast, at Deadass underscore worldwide, at Ephraim. Sure. Uh, wait, 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 wait. Let me see. I got to remember this. Ephraim 7 Eleven, that's it? No. Ephraim R 7 Eleven. At Jigmaster. Check out my other page. Oh, I seen that. At the I real BSOP on Twitter. I, great Poupon. <laughs> I thought I made a mistake, yo, but I see that that's you with the kicks. I, I thought I made a mistake. Okay, okay. Nah, you got Follow it correct. Both pages. That's a, both uh, pages. That's a different uh, company, right? Or a different yeah. brand. That's a different yes. brand. Different brand. Yeah. All right, but before we're going to get, get into, that, into that, I wanted to ask you about that as a matter of fact. Save so your we'll questions for later. Well. I want to run through current <laughs> events. I want to. I want to run through what the fuck twenty twenty, and then we we can get um into the history of Jigmaster and Say how less. he's and how he's going to take over the art world in NYC. So very quickly, let's get to current events. So first and foremost, LeBron's playing like me in ninety seven. What? He's not playing this no more. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. And, no, you know what? You're right. You're right. Anthony Davis is playing like me in '97. What? LeBron is playing like me in. Come on, fam. Like 2005. Don't insult Anthony Davis, man. Does anybody think the Not Miami AD. Heat will win a game at all? Maybe one. I yeah, I think they will win. They play today, two. right? They play tomorrow. Today. Tomorrow. Saturday? Tomorrow night. They play tomorrow night. Yeah. Now they're going to Miami. Nah, it's in the bubble. It's in the bubble. <laughs> it, they, they, they be going to oh, Miami. Oh, they ain't winning shit. They not even going to Miami. Oh, no. Nah. That's what I'm saying. They might they might pull it out because they nah. might pump some Miami, sweep, some Miami noises in there. You know what I'm saying? 4-0 sweep. I thought they was at least going to travel to Miami and have the home home court advantage. I forgot about the bubble. Nah, nah straight bubble, man. Nah, bubble, sweep, Lakers. Fuck that. Moving on. Damn. Um... Rihanna dropped Fenty for men. Who's copping? <laughs> Blood. What's up? You in there? I don't know, but I seen that picture that you posted with her in there, and I fell in love. Oh, with the fish nuts? Yeah, she sent me that. I'll buy whatever she wants me to buy. She got tight that I blew it up, but you know. Yeah, she'll get over it. She'll, uh, she'll, she'll settle. I mean, she'll forgive <laughs> <laughs> um, there was a lot of shit on Twitter regarding Rihanna's Fenty for Men because she put like I don't want to say a plus size but she put a big dude not a big muscular dude yeah just like a big dude as one of the models and everybody was like yo that's what's up like finally you know the big brothers is getting some rec- recognition and shit so she caught some props for that Um, I'll wear that shit I'll buy that shit Yeah, you got to support your artist, bro. She's killing it. She's got three brands that are probably um, billion-dollar brands. Um, J. Cole just announced he's dropping a new album before the end of 2020. How y'all feel? Yeah, I like Cole. I'll, uh, I'll be looking forward to that. Blood? Yeah, you man. Well, what, what we've been waiting for, man, we need somebody to keep pushing the the culture. 
in a, in a positive way. You and feel me? hopefully bring some joy and some light to 2020. You know what I'm saying? Something, I don't know, something to look forward to at least. Hopefully he don't flake. Jake, uh, Jake Master, you a J. Cole fan? Yeah. Um, most definitely because um, I'm into artists that make their own statements and do it in their own way. And I'm going to say this right here. We are born original. Don't die a copy. Yeah. And I live Damn. Damn, that's, that's a jewel deep, right man. That's a jewel. Message. But Cole is definitely one of those artists that just marches to the to uh, to his own beat and uh, just does everything his own way. And his his fans are cult-like. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But he does dope shit. Like, his marketing brain is fucking incredible because he does, he does random pop-ups or, like, just shit for the people. It almost seems Free concerts. Like, um, didn't he do one that it was like a scavenger hunt for the tickets? Yeah. Here in NYC, as a matter of fact, I, I remember he did a free concert once, right? Either the day his album dropped or, or the day before it. And I think he announced it on Twitter or some shit, and he gave away the tickets that, that way directly. That show would have been dope as fuck to go to. Well, one thing that he did that I thought was dope was that he converted the house that he got on his album into like a home for like women that need help, that need like shelter. Yeah, the I house he that. grew up in, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah Forest Hills. He, yeah. he uh, <clears throat> rents it out, but like he That's don't charge to single moms and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he lets them live there for free. That's dope, man. J. Cole's a good, uh, a good human. And a dope ass artist, yes. Very quickly, if unless you cats got anything else for current events popping, because I ain't got nothing else. That was just um, I got some real quick. And um, to to it's funny because you bring up J Cole. Um, have you seen the new Nas video that he did that he's in Uptown with all the D Rocks with all the Dominicans? No, I only saw a still from it. Um, what song is okay. that for? What what song is that for? It's called Spicy, and it's is uh is featuring. Like, I think, like, yeah, I think it's Flatline Foreign and ASAP Ferg. Oh, is it not so? Yeah, but did you hear it on the album though, Hob? I don't remember it on the album. Really? Okay, this is the last song. And I don't the remember video it, was shot in Uptown. Yeah, because he says que lo que on the hook, so I think he's surprised to Dominicans and shit. Um, I just was wondering if you saw the video and what you thought. No, 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 I only saw it still, but it made me think Nas might be Dominican. <laughs> on the low, it's a possibility. Did it, did, wasn't a there a rumor that AZ was, was Dominican or isn't AZ Dominican? No, a, yeah, AZ is definitely Dominican. I thought he should have been on the track. That's what I'm saying because he had ASAP Ferg and some cat named I think Flavio Foreign, and is it Uptown? They, and then they go all through, you know different neighborhoods too. It's not just Uptown, uh-huh. but um, I don't know. I don't know. I just thought that he should have had like maybe Fabulous, who's half, maybe AZ, you know Dave East, who's his artist as well. They're off, you know, that from, they got sense. Dominican roots, you know? Yeah. Nah, but, yeah, uh, I thought it could have been a little, decision. a little bit. Yeah, Nas, um, who you said, ASAP Ferg and Fabio? That don't even yeah. sound like a... It was kind of, you know, I don't, I don't know. That don't sound like a good soup. Yeah. The beat is I. Like the mix. beat on the track is I. Fabio. Nah, nah, Fabio Foreign. Oh, okay. The drill, the Brooklyn Sorry, drill artist. Ah <laughs> oh, uh, man! Fabio from the commercials. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know all these young kids, all these new names, and you'd be like, what the fuck is your name? Nah, that's not your name. You'd be like, yeah, it's my oh, name. Yo, yo, that's... Like, your name is Young Herb. Though, man. That Big Drip was my shit. I still play that. I was listening to that yesterday. <laughs> Big Drip. Nigga, he get jiggy to that. Okay. <laughs> All right, real quick, moving on to uh, 2020. Before we get to the news that everybody's dying to laugh at, did y'all hear about the uh, Texas water that people weren't supposed to drink because it had, like, some brain-eating disease? Yeah. What? Um, yeah, I just want to get the, the blurb real quick because when, when I read that shit, I was like, holy shit, bro. That's, yeah, that's, some, that's some fucked up shit. Order to not use water due to possible... Deadly brain-eating microbe. What? And that's in Lake Jackson, Texas. Um, terrible, the man. Commission on Environmental Quality warned them. I don't know. <laughs> Yo, that's some ill shit. Um, shout out to them and prayers to them because, damn, hopefully nobody drank that water because a brain-eating microbe disease, whatever the fuck, that's... that's that don't sound That's good. A movie that can't be good. Shit. That's yeah. definitely some what the fuck 2020 shit. Um, yeah, that's a surprise. Damn, that shit reminded me of another story right now, and I and I fucking just forgot it right now. Nah, damn, what was it? So didn't the quality wall down that way in Flint, Michigan, too, man? Isn't that what happened? Some shit. Was no, in the Flint, water. Michigan just had dirty pipes that were never updated and, and um, upgraded, so the water became uh, the pipes became rusty and the water became toxic, and that was just the government um, slacking, yeah, yeah. neglecting. Yeah. What? Um, all right, moving on, cause damn, I don't remember what the fuck the other story. Was. Oh, I remember. Um, there is a specific type of ant. That if he bites you, you become almost allergic to meat. And anytime you eat meat, you'll get violently sick. What? So if you want to be a vegetarian, they're saying to find this ant and get him to bite you. And then you you will force yourself into vegetarianism. So I was like, would y'all do that? No, I'm good. I like you. Damn! <laughs> Moving on. Um, Trump and his wife got corona. Get Some people say it's a hoax. Some people say he's going to come out with a miraculous cure and be a superhero. Yeah, I, think I think he's going to let his wife die and go for the pity vote, but that's just what? my theory. Yeah, and I want to know what the fuck y'all think. I was thinking the same thing. That's a possibility. Not the dead wife thing, but I was definitely thinking he was going for the pity vote. Oh, he got corona now. He's going to bust. Yeah, if he survives it, he'll go for the hero vote. Yeah, exactly. But if he survives it and his wife dies... Can I comment? Yeah, for sure. You know what I think? Talk to me. He deserves everything he's got dealt to him. That's a, and I got, uh, and I, and I got, a, I got a sticker on my wall of fame you guys didn't really pay attention to. It says Treason 45. And I want the cameraman to zero in on it. Check this out real quick. Come. Come true. Come true. Come true. Right. All right, so they're walking over to the sticker. Damn, there's a lot of art over there. For, for y'all to walk over to get to that, 
sticker, you would have had to point that out. There's a lot of shit up. There's a uh, there. There's actually a back and forth argument, as expected, regarding. Remember when um, Corona first hit and Republicans were pretty much like, fuck it, you know, we're going to lose some people. That's the price we pay to get America back and the economy back. Boom, boom, boom. So now those same people are upset at people who are saying, fuck it. You know, if he dies, he dies. So it's it's a hypocritical back and forth that's been going on specifically on Twitter that I find extremely entertaining. Yeah, <laughs> I fucking love Twitter. I always promote I like, that shit. I like to chime in, though. No, come in, yeah. I, I, I like to chime in, though. But grab the mic. I like to chime in, though, because you have to understand, realistically, people, he has never been for us. No. I, I can yeah, no. take it back to the the 80s. That's a topic that's been well discussed and right. proven. Since the Central Park Five. Yeah. Where he put out a bounty of $100,000 on these five black young men's head. He's, he's been an so asshole you gotta, forever. So, so, and then you got to think about it. You see... This is why I'm upset with people nowadays because you Google the wrong things. Google Trump. He's been bankruptcy 11 times. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And his fortune was built off a loan from his father. So right. I don't think he's ever had any um, no. Remember, definitive success. He's a reality star, The Apprentice. That's what, so that's we got a reality yeah, star popular. running our country. Yeah, 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 yeah. and running yeah. in circles with, with with dudes that's dirty as well. Other dudes that's dirty and always in his head. He's always been political though. Like he tries to do things, but you he's know, gonna he's gonna fall victim to his own faith because no, at the end of the day, absolutely, you do dirt, you get dirt. Yeah, right. Look, now. look, look, he's look at this dude. He's acting right now, man. He did yeah. that to himself. So I don't it's understand ironic. It's ironic why anyone it. in their right mind would be a Trump supporter. You need to be on There's the front plenty. line in front of yeah. the, the wall and gun down. <laughs> Seriously. It's true. It's gun true. down. It's especially sad for the colored folk who Trump uh, who support what? Trump, yeah. brothers brothers and sisters of our of our same skin yeah. color. Um and people are supposed to feel emotional. We, we, you know we what wouldn't. I'm saying? They're, yeah, they're supposed to feel emotional, even though they said, hey, you know, uh, you're being hypocritical about wanting him to die off that shit. Talking about everybody's emotional. Yeah, we don't know what the fuck about you neither. Hey, check this out, though. Check this out, though. Real talk. Ain't nobody feeling Carl Thomas about Donald Trump. I ain't feeling Carl Thomas. You know what I say? Carl Thomas, emotional. That, that, yeah. that track. <laughs> I'm emotional. Not for you, Donald. For my people. You've been exactly. shitting on us for a long ass time, bro. We that, gotta wake up. That's the karmic retribution. For real, man. You gotta be bugging out in your right mind to want even back anything this guy says. Cause he's not for us at all. Biden, not for us. So at the end of the day, what do we do? We do what we told, but this is what I'm doing, changing the narrative on how everyone views everything, art, political aspects, everything, man, because at the end of the day, man, we had guys like Chadwick Boseman. I point him out because this guy did like seven movies with cancer. Mm-hmm. And, and going to chemo and all that. Mm-hmm. So I tell people. R.I.P. 
Ain't no excuse for you right now. And now's the time where we grab them by the horns and we do what we do. All the creatives. The loafers, you're going to loaf. <laughs> That's okay. I but think, you, can't, uh, you, can't, you can't be mad at me when I'm coming through shitting with the Maybach or the, the, the gold BM with the suicide doors. Let me cut you with off a for a second, Jake yeah, Master. Yeah. I think 2020 has, has uh, reversed yeah. the power somewhat more into the hands of the creatives or the creatives are just finally acknowledging that, that they contain that they hold the power yeah. and and are now taking it back from these industries and these businesses that have been uh pillaging for decades Absolutely. if not centuries so shout Absolutely. out to that one positive that has come out of uh Pardon me, not that one positive. Out of all this turmoil. Yeah. But definitely, you know, that's a positive that's come out of all of the civil unrest that 2020 has brought us. So shout out to all the creatives and everyone who's out there pushing the envelope on the front lines. Yeah, you know. Yeah, for sure. Con continue to do so. Now let's get to our guest, the brother um art curator fashion designer art, artist art um also into artist man artist management you've got the nonprofit organization i want to get to yes. the llc just uh is getting off the ground yes. old school not i don't want to say old school um yeah, you can say old school. og of nyc nah, 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 nah. don't see that terminology you gotta take away you don't like og nah OG is you know, respectful, man. You know what it is to me? OG makes a fucking statement. I haven't made my statement yet. So until I made my statement, you know, I'm FM. You know, materials, NYC. Facts. You know what's funny? Um, this young cat I, I cop butt from sometimes calls me OG. And I'll be like, <laughs> I got to give him the side eye because I'm like, wait. Yeah, what yeah, the fuck yeah. you talking about? Yeah, yeah. Not to, be, uh, yeah. not to be on my blood nah, snitching bro. shit. You bro. old school, my nigga. I just that's find that funny. Old school, my nigga. <laughs> but um, Malcolm X, no, no, dude, not no, not yet. But definitely um, said not yet. <laughs> not yet, exactly. But definitely shout out to the brother <laughs> Roland, the creator, aka Fresh Materials, aka Jig Master. Welcome to the show. Welcome to the Great American Welcome Hip Hop Debate show, Podcast. Welcome to the show, Yes. Thank you, you guys, with gracing the gallery slash office space. Um. This is where I have a lot of my meetings. Um, I get to know the individuals I'm going to do business with, uh, potential business, because mm -hmm. everybody talks a good game, though. Especially in the art world, I'm sure. Of course. I'm sure you've heard yeah. Yeah, I've heard it all. I need the buyers, not the liars. Exactly. First, uh, first and foremost. Sure. Now, sure. Um, it was actually Brother Blood who introduced me to Brother... Um, bro, what do you want me to call you during this interview? Because I'm, right. I'm used to calling you Jigmaster. <laughs> yeah, well, you, you roll with that, though. All right. The Jigmaster. Jigmaster, a.k.a. Yeah, FM. Yeah. So let's rock with FM. Yeah, FM, um, yeah. Bloodshot introduced me to FM. We was at an art show down in, where were we? We weren't we in were Covington. At, we were at uh, BK the Artist. Oh, it was at BK's show. Yes. Shout out to BK. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. BK the Artist. Shout out to Brian Kerhagis. Yeah, that's a good dude. Beast. Uh, very Beast in the brother. industry. Beast. Absolutely. A titan in the industry. A yeah. beast, man. And also, BK. we got to highlight, B, oh, BK the artist, 
Wu-Tang's official artist in that time, 2016, oh, wow. 2017. Remember the album cover? Oh, yeah, yeah, I yeah. I still got that in my archives. That's how deep I go. He did an album cover for J Jadakiss, too. Of course yeah. that. Yeah. 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 That was the last album. Shout out to yeah. Jada. Why yo in the building? She looch. For years we you already know. I grew up on that culture. Like yeah, man. Before <laughs> Bad Boy. <laughs> when it was called the Warlocks. Yes. I'm giving you history. I was up on the sawmill going up to Y.O. back in the day, man. I know about that Mary shit. Mary J. Blige. Getty Square, man. No Broadway, South Broadway. Let's go hey. back to the history of uh, of FM. You came up in Brooklyn? Yeah, uh, actually, I'm from the island of Trinidad and Tobago. Um, I, mag I migrated here. Bless. Uh, I'm going to give you a little history. Yes. I came here. I was born in 1969. Okay. I came to New York City in 1972. Okay. So I was three years old. I lived in the projects of Vandeveer. Hardcore, BK, okay? My family, my grandmother adopted me from my mother, okay? My grandmother worked for Gra uh, Marbell, 9X, all those Damn. companies. Yeah, 9X. So she, was a phone, she was a phone operator. Yeah, that's so, AT&T right now. Right, exactly. So she was working so much that she was like, you know what? I got my grandson coming from Trinidad. I love him. I'm going to work my butt off to make sure he has his own room. And that's what my grandmother did for me. Shout out to grandma. Oh, for sure. Yeah, for real. Yeah. Um, God, God bless. bless the dead. She's passed away right now. Rest in peace. But a lot of the yeah. skills I have was due to her. As far as nurturing, as far as comforting people when they come to your home. Mm -hmm. And offering them something to drink, something to eat. Make them feel welcome. I'm going to say this on another note, though. For real, what my grandma used to say. You got to invite the devil in to kick him out. Fact. So if you're not acting accordingly. Oh, wow. I'm not going to curse on this interview. <laughs> Let the doorknob hit you and the good Lord split you. Mm. Yeah. So we should sum it up like that. I think uh, that is an important component of what is missing from the maturation of today's younger generation. That grandma, because grandma used to give you the fundamental knowledge. You know what I'm saying? The stuff that you're going to, like um, Brother FM said, the stuff that you're going to remember 20, 30 years from now are the lessons that grandma taught you. Yeah, I mean, I remember my grandma told me some stuff that I, I literally use every single day. But getting back to you, brother. Yes. So you came up in Brooklyn during, like, one of the most important time periods in culture yes. and the 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 evolution of nyc at that time of brooklyn of new york um the art scene the music scene the club scene the fashion scene that that's when it was the epicenter of originality yeah, and creativity so so i'm imagining you soaking this all in you know what i'm yeah. saying but i'm gonna give you a little i'm gonna go, I'm gonna go deeper i'm gonna go deeper i'm gonna go deeper like i said my grandmoms Eventually, where we was living at, I grew up on 57th Street. I grew up on 57th Street between Tillon and Snyder, right down the block from Tillon High School. For all the Brooklyn heads know, Tillon, the, 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 the Blue Devils, that was their <laughs> football team. 
I used to play football in there when the snow was out as a youngster. That was my origin. Then my grandmother who worked her butt off at 9X and Bell Atlantic and all those other joints, copped that house. And back then houses was like dirt cheap. 30 grand, 40 grand. Remember, that dollar was very important than what it is now. Think yeah, that's that's saying. cheap now, but back then. Yeah, back then. It was yeah, like, that was money. It was like a cinch, though. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So she got the house. I got my own room. But what was missing was I encountered a lot of jealousy from my family. And that's crazy because I was my grandmother's favorite. That'll happen to the favorite. Right. But yeah, there's always a hater. But haters though. <laughs> Fact. I, I was always the dark horse. Now I'm coming to light. So everything I'm doing right now, my grandmother's watching down on me. She always knew yeah. I had it in yeah. me. And on another note, I had an uncle that rode me like <laughs> Like major pain, like Damon Wayne, <laughs> like yeah. a drill sergeant, like rode yeah, me, yeah. <laughs> like rode me. I used to play the piano, but I wanted to play the drums. He was like, "Nah, you're a piano guy." Like he was dictating my life from early. I hated this guy. No, really, I hated this guy. But now, in my progression in life. And as being an adult, I understood what he's doing. Yeah, man. Are you still in contact with him? Is he I still here with him? I haven't seen him in years, but if you're watching this video, like everybody's going to watch it, because I'm going to send a link to everybody, is that I want to thank you, Unc. Mm-hmm. You made me the behemoth I am right now. And for all you millennials, Google behemoth. <laughs> was the house Big still dog. in Brooklyn? Titan. Yes, it was. I grew up on uh, Glenwood and Brooklyn Avenue, right next door, right on the corner. And my neighbor, Kayende Harris, I got a big up. She worked at the Spike Lee shop. And she's a teacher right now. Yeah. Understand? Like, I, I grew up in the era of Professor Paul. Google that too. That's what I want to get to the old NYC. Um, that you got to see it firsthand in the flesh. Yeah, got to experience. Oh, yeah. I'm going to tell you something, though. I, I grew up in Brooklyn, right? So, you know, when you're a sheltered kid, uh, especially from the West Indian descent or maybe the Latino descent, your parents are very strict. Correct. They want to restrict you to certain entities in your life. Well, they want to protect you. Right, but in their at, eyes. But but at the end of the day, they did stuff. It's controlling that. It's a you're doing now. Mm-hmm. So let me live. Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. So I ventured out. I hung with the guards in Marcy. I went on Thirty Fourth Street on robbery sprees <clears> and all that. We snatching stuff out of Macy's and all that. I'm not gonna front. I'm talking about early low lives, where yeah. if you didn't have status, you couldn't rock polo. You couldn't rock polo. Because if you was a Vic, was you, you was up. a Vic. But getting back to what originally was saying, though, I happened to surpass so many years of different 
cultures and different movements and stuff like that. That's why it's molded me in the individual that I am right now with this art stuff. Because I was always a promoter of stuff. Brands, parties. But what yeah. did it for me was I got tired of seeing the same people all the time. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you know what? I love this art stuff. It's very intellectual. Nice women. People that really going to spend that cheese for that art if you decipher the, the liars from the buyers. So yeah. And I keep stressing that to the point That's where big. I'm at now. Mm-hmm. But through the progression, though, I cracked the Da Vinci Code. So this is why you right now in the establishment in the LES of the LLC and the non-for-profit serving the community and the plethora of the art world Absolutely. through my vision. And shout out to you for these uh, these projects that we've discussed that you're going to let the people know about and, and everything you're doing, both for the community and for the art world. Yeah. Um, do you remember when it was that you realized you was like really into art? Were you still young, um, teen? Uh, oh, you know, what, you know what really did it? I'm going to tell you what really did it. I used to be a club kid, hanging out in all these spots, MKs, Mars. Uh, yeah. Soul Kitchen, uh, Giant Step. I'm giving you history right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All these Go, guys Google this right now. This is why <laughs> I point the emphasis on this book right here called No Sleep. Stretch Armstrong produced this. I remember when Stretch Armstrong used to be a bottom feeder. Not disrespecting Stretch Armstrong. He played in the basement of a prestigious spot called MK's on 25th and 5th Avenue. Yeah. So, shout out to Stretch because it has like all the fire. Remember when we used to go home after a club night and have a gang of yeah, flyers? Keep, hell yeah. Keep the flyer, yeah. This is the book right here. That's dope, man. Yes, you can. For all the listeners to know, this is a book called No Sleep. It's the NYC Nightlife Flyers from 1988 to 1999 by Adrian Bartos, also known as DJ Stretch Armstrong, and Evan Auerbach. And uh, if you want to travel through history and see how clubs were promoted back before social media and Instagram and texting, um... This was straight hand-to-hand, Combat. direct communication. Wow. That's it. Email address. You would come out Email and your address, car would be flooded with guest list. flyers, flyers stickers, stickers. You see, right, Joe? Everything you could think of. That's fly, man. That's a good put on right the dopest there. parties. That's old school shit. Um, those were good times, man. Yeah, old damn. I remember old getting era. the flyers yeah. for the... For the uh, Slick Rick White Party. Was it yeah. Slick Rick? Slick Rick. Was Ricky, it? Ricky. Bloodshot? Uh, the White Party I was Slick? Ed, no. Angie Martinez. Yeah, yeah her birthday yeah. party. Or, or Fat party. Joe. Or Fat Joe. I One think it was Fat Joe. And Slick Rick was performing. They, they was all out there. Can I hit y'all Slick with a Rick jewel? I'm hit y'all with a jewel, though. Check yeah, this yeah, out, yeah, though. Yeah. I come from that era where Mary J. Blige and Jody C. had a platinum party at the Supper Club. On 54th Damn. Street, mm. where DJ Clark Kent was killing the one twos, and that's when Bad Boy was on the map. I give you history. That's 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 throwback that's right there. I was up in the, I was up in the offices of Uptown Records, 
because I used to date Puffy's assistant at the time, Sybil Penix. I'm giving you history. <laughs> I'm calling people out. Jeez, like it or not, yeah. Google that shit. And shout Father out MC, well. Heavy D. I'm giving you history. I'm giving you, it is what it is. So let me ask you, being, um, and first let me tell the listeners that yeah. you, you um, revealed to us, and it's not a hidden fact, yes. that you are a big Keith Haring fan. Yes, I am. Now, were you around or interacting with that crowd during that time period where they were blossoming? And when Keith Haring was becoming Keith Haring, were you in yeah. that mix? Were you around? Yeah. Did you ever meet Keith Listen, Haring? Listen, no, no. I never met Keith Haring. But I'm going to give you this, though. <clears throat> I'm going to give you this, though. And I can quote all the people I'm going to call out right now. I was around when the pop shop was open. But what I didn't do was capitalize on the history of Keith Haring at that time. Well, you weren't aware that Keith Haring was going to be what he is considered now, you know? Yeah. The, yes, the cultural I was to be icon. Yeah. At the end of the day, early Supreme, for all you millennials and all you skateboarders, yeah, Supreme, James Jebbia, Pookie, Gio, Alex Corcoran, Chappie. Mike Fernandez. I'm calling out Howard Hunter. Guys like Dave Ortiz, Zoo York. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I was in that era. Yes. I didn't pay attention to that Keith Herring guy until later on in my life as right. I got older. And I got more, how should I say? Uh, Appreciative. Yes. Uh, more inclined mm-hmm. to what was going on. I, didn't, I was oblivious to the pop culture when I was hanging out in that era. But as Didn't older, Keith Haring do the, the I connected crack kills? the dots. I think, I, I think that has to happen a lot. Pardon me, blood. I don't mean to cut you off, but I think that has to happen a lot where people are, are making history, but because they're in the middle of it, they don't like realize it. You feel me? It's always because most of the time when, you, when a lot of these artists or a lot of these creators are making history, they're not, they're not, they're, their goal is not to make history. Their goal is to make art. But yes. not only them, the people around them are are unaware that they are part of a historical yeah, process. They're oblivious to pop culture. Like imagine it's, when it's, people it, were going to Studio 54. They knew they was going to the hottest club, but they didn't know they were becoming part of this mythical, legendary fucking uh, party that people dream of attending now. You feel me? I mean, kind of. Yeah, I mean, they didn't know it was going to be that no, they big in the moment. To get in yeah. It was the dopest party and the hardest shit to get into when it was the talk. But they didn't the understand the magnitude yeah, of what they, they, they were they going. Exactly, exactly. Hold on. Exactly. Hold on. I'm going to drop a jewel for you. I'm going to drop a jewel for you. I'm going to drop a jewel for you about club life. Studio 54. The only way you were getting in Studio 54, if you had some fly ass shit on, or you knew somebody. Mm-hmm. Nels, 14th Street between 7th yeah. and 8th, right? Yeah, yeah, the reggae club. No, not reggae. They played everything, right? Yeah, yeah. Biggie Smalls was in there. But at the end of the day, their policy is that if you're not a regular member, why should we let you in? Their thing yeah. was a fashion game. You had to be a regular, mm-hmm. and you ain't had no problem. Remember... Nels, um, hold on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm I'm smash you right now. Nels was six dollars on a Sunday. 
So they didn't care who you were. If you had what they appealed to, you were in there like swimwear. Yeah, if not, yeah, you weren't getting it. If you were, you, it, it, I, it, listen, um, they had you waiting out there for hours. Wasn't Nell? I yeah. feel like Nell's was where they would go in New York Undercover. Yeah, Malik Yoba, right? the whole yeah. the whole E Man. That used to that used to guard Tupac Shakur. E Man, E Man Clark. Historical. Uh, yeah. Legends. Well, this is exactly why we brought you on the show. We want to hear about these yeah, times. Because I come, I come from that era. I'm, I'm a blessed individual to surpass those eras. Save the robots. Larry Levan. I got Larry Levan on my iPod. The first iPod that when you buy the Mac computer, the iPod they send you for free. The one that you twiddle your thumbs around and rotate around. I got Larry Levan yeah, yeah, live the at the Paradise shit. Garage, the only club I've never been to in New York City. So am I a historian? Am I an artist? Am I a curator? I'm all those things, bro. And I'm let's, bringing let's, that to uh, the forefront right now. Let's take a left real quick and go to bring it back to, uh, to, to Keith Herring, like uh, Burns was asking about Keith Herring. Didn't he do the Crack Kills uh, yeah, piece? Yeah, I, I, I got that visual on deck. Yeah, all yeah, day. Yeah, he's fly. He's yeah. old school, man. That old Yo, school. I got the G Shock watch, limited edition. Keith Herring. I ain't playing out here. I saw the mask with the Keith Herring with the with the piece on it. The Keith nah, Herring that you had. Nah, that's, that's, that's basic cable. I got Direct TV, man. <laughs> I got di- I got the whole Keith Herring collection. Let's get back to um. Actually, I want to go right into fresh materials. Okay. I want you to tell the people what that is. And more or less the concept behind it and what you're trying to do with that specific brand. Okay. Well, I have two things with Fresh Materials uh, NY. I have an LLC which uh, consists of art curation, art consultant, art dealer, and art collector. And that's all under the Fresh Materials umbrella? Yes. Which is the LLC? The LLC. Okay. Then I have Fresh Materials, FMNY Inc., uh-huh. non-for-profit, okay. which I introduce uh, different organizations to partnerships as far as implementing art programs within their organizations if they don't have one. Right. So basically what I do is that I bring everything to the table. So automatically... With my status, that makes me a partner. And if you don't respect that. And you're going to these organizations. Yes. To bring them and the communities. uh, Implement the art program there. You're trying to bring back the art program. Yes. I'm bringing the art program to them. Because I have the artists. I have the concept. I have the whole overall layout because I have a PowerPoint presentation on an art community project as well. Right. So when I meet with these potential partnerships and everything like that, I send them that. Correct. Or when I go to meet with them face-to-face, I present that. I have it on my IBM ThinkPad with the HDMI cord, so it's nothing like I got to look for a cord or anything. No, I have everything. And what is the, um, what is the goal 
of bringing these art programs back to these communities. So basically, like, you know, um, my whole thing is that, uh, like, I, I'm going to go back to And I, I mean, I know the answer to that. Obviously. Yeah, I know, but I'm, I'm going I'm to give you in depth. Please. The bottom line is that we have all the examples of how not to be. And the reason why I say that is that I love LeBron James. Love everything he does about everything. But everybody's not as gifted and talented as you. So with art now, it's a different perspective. It's a different yeah. outlook. It's something reachable. Mm-hmm. It's attainable for sure. Right, it's obtainable. Yeah. Right, it's tangible. It's not. If Listen, I always tell people in this business or any other thing that you're doing, hard work beats talent all day. Absolutely. And, and that's LeBron James, but everybody's not LeBron yeah, James. Yeah, everybody's not LeBron yeah, James. Yeah, yeah. That's hard work and talent. Grab together. a paintbrush. But everybody can grab everything. a paintbrush and also. Or a pen and paper. A pen and paper, whatever you do. Anything. And make it your own. Correct. Whatever media, computer, right. uh, uh, finger painting, uh, right. coals, charcoals. Whatever, whatever you feel you comfortable do. with. But, Music. But I'm going to give you, you know. this jewel right here, though. To this yeah. podcast right here. Great artist steal. Bad artist copy. Yes. Uh, yeah. We were having that. <clears throat> that discussion off mic. Yeah. yeah, excuse me. We were having that discussion <laughs> off mic earlier. I, I heard that, that. Is, that. I heard that. That is a jewel. Uh, that applies to to all everything, all, all uh, mediums, all That's life yeah. in general, all creatives, yeah. all creatives. Yeah. You're right. Yes. Now these these um. Oh well, first off, let me commend you on bringing art back to the communities, which was something that was lost years ago with these budget cuts, and they took music out of schools and they took arts out of schools, and they basically left the kids with nothing to do but get in right. trouble. Right. Um, so now that you're trying to bring this back, props to you. We 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 commend you. That's awesome. Um, these kids need to to be able to express. You know what I mean? Right. Um, and there could there could be the next whoever. Right. You know what I'm saying? Or the first of their own kind of their own legendary. Creation. So let me let, let me say this to you. Being that I'm an art curator, right? Yes, I'm, and I want to get to that next. Right. Being that I'm an art curator, I see talent all around me every day. Yeah. Whether whether it's an artist, whether it's an individual playing ball, mm-hmm. whether it's an individual that plays music. Okay, I'm multifaceted. Mm-hmm. I've have I've had exposure to all these different industries. This is why I'm trying to tell you I'm a nurturer. Mm-hmm. If I see something in you, I'm going to bring that out of you. Right. I, I had that experience at a bar. I'm going to shout out some people. I used to go to a bar in Soho back in the day. It's called Red Stripe. Where my man, Chris Messiah, used to be the bartender. I used to go to junior high school with this guy. I met the most interesting people in there. And one guy, I met this guy called Terry. He was a designer, uh, marketing guy for Don and Karen, Bill Robinson, Calvin Klein, all these American designers. Mm-hmm. So one day I'm sitting in the bar, I'm having a red stripe. I think I was spliffed up already or whatever the case may be. So we talking. <laughs> so he sizes me up. He's like, yo, you but a 40 regular this and that. He's like, yo, man, 
Uh, I'll be here uh, next week at the same time. Show up. I got something for you. So I showed up the next week. Let alone my man had a a suit. Uh, I forgot what you call those things where you put the suits in. Oh, that bag? Yeah, yeah I the don't bag. What you talking about? Yeah, okay, yeah. so yeah, the suit the bag. bag. Yeah, the suit bag. The bag was crazy. Uh-huh. The bag had a Gianni Versace uh, overcoat, like viscose. For those who don't know, that's silk. Viscose. Bill Robinson blazer. Don and Karen joint. Now, this guy worked for Don and Karen for like 20 years. Mm. So, understand, he's like, yo, I see something you, you don't see in yourself. Mm-hmm. So, this is why I'm saying what I'm saying. Right, 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 right. So, that's why the art really grabbed to me. Because I see something artists don't see in themselves. Yeah. So, every experience translates to a different story. Artists, I've always been intrigued by how artists must see the world. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, yeah, the artists see the world through this, through this, a different light, yeah, a different eyesight, right? Because you remember, they're different, exactly, exactly. Because what they create is from life experiences, ups and downs, yeah. and also how they really feel. And as a curator, it must it must not be easy dealing with the different personalities or moods of right. artists or so, so you know just artists always carry themselves differently so i'm gonna hit you with this i'm gonna take it to bk on this one mm-hmm. i don't chase him i replace him right and at the end of the day because listen the bottom line is that all you do is paint create you don't negotiate mm-hmm. you don't market you don't well, have that's what you're there placement for. that's what i'm here for mm-hmm. i'm not raping you like the gallery I'm enlightening you to listen. I only tell my contract artists is project specific. If I have a project for you, I'll contract it. I don't want to hold you. Because at the end of the day, you're going to hold yourself. Like I said in a podcast, like about way before COVID at the kitchen couch, my man Nathan Nice put me on deck. I was like, listen, at the end of the day, the month is coming. You ain't got no money. What you going to give your landlord a painting? You got an iPhone. You ain't got an Android. Yeah. What you gonna get? Sprint or T-Mobile or any other carriers? A painting? They're not going for that. Mm-hmm. So, if your piece is going, oh, let me touch on this subject real, real heavy. If you're not an artist that promotes themselves and market themselves, you've been painting a year or two. It's no way in this lifetime. You can sell your artwork at 2,000, 3,000 plus. No way. No one knows who you are. And that's where you come in. Exactly. And that's why I come in. Because well, I already that, have. That, that knowledge, yeah, that experience, that, I, that network. Exactly. I already have them in play. Uh, exactly. I'm Ricardo Maltoban. Welcome to Fantasy <laughs> Island. <laughs> Now, can you tell us? Uh, can you tell us about some of the shows that you put together? Oh yeah, I've 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 done shows in Brooklyn, Buttercup Lounge, um, uh, these spots. Some some of these spots don't exist. That's how deep I am with it. But what I can tell you currently, 2016, I did a show at the 1199 Workers Union Gallery on 43rd Street between 8th and 9th Avenue. Okay. 
They moved locations from there. Now they're on in a 30-something in a street area. I have their first show, which is the Crazy Gallery. Mm-hmm. Oh, also, I'm a brand rep. The friend Brooklyn, whenever the guy, my, my man Alex Wright, gets a spot location, I have his first shows. Okay. Um, also, I had something with the Norwood Club, but we're going to see how that plays out. Right. Al Diaz is one of my clients. Mm-hmm. Yes. Al Diaz is an art force. Samo. Remember, they formed a group together. Basquiat and Al Diaz. Al Diaz is carrying the torch. So who don't Damn. ever respect Al Diaz, you got a problem mm-hmm. with me. Because Al Diaz is my client. And I will go to the ends of the earth for Al Diaz because Basquiat is one of the reasons why I'm in this art world. And to be even linked and associated with Al Diaz mm-hmm. is kudos for me. Absolutely. It's deep and it's rap. Absolutely. Yeah. Now is, is that hey, something look at, that... Hey, look what gonna... I got for you. Look what I got for you. Check it out. Check it out. I got some art right here on my end, too. I see that. Who that right there? That's Basquiat. Send that that's box. Sa- that's, that's Samo right there. Yeah, send that you box. The little pop, baby. Yeah. The little artist. That's my, first and only, yeah. that's my first and only pop that I ever bought. Those Don't pop. take it out. Don't take Drink it out. Nah. Yeah, yeah, I got... I'm lying. I, I'm lying. I bought some Kobe joints, but them shits, I think it's Fugazi. They came from Japan. Yo, listen. And uh, and the box was all fucked up. Yo, deadass worldwide. Check it out. Yo, deadass worldwide. Come see talk your boy. Talk, Come talk see your boy too. for the figurines, man. <laughs> Come see your boy for the figurines, man. For the pop joints? All yeah. All right, say no more. I, yo, listen. Right. I'm going to hit you with something. I got 30%, 40% off of extra butter right on Orchard Street. Okay. Family right. and friends. Right. Okay. So hey. Getting back to these shows. Yes. That um, with 2020 being the shit show that it is, is that something you're gonna try to launch this year? Nah. Or waiting 2020 is dead. 2021. 2020 is dead. What I got popping for 2021 is insane. It's like a like a tornado about to hit the art world. Several shows back to back. 11.99. First show, defend Brooklyn whenever they, they land a location, whatever. Um, also, um, Neon Hearts up in Harlem, partnership, implementing art programs for the youth and everyone That's what else. That's we spoke about the other day, right? Hold on. When we were on the phone? Rutgers Community Center, right where I live here in the LES. I just donated a piece. For my company and an artist called Mike Perry. We about to implement art programs in there. Nice. Mike Perry. All right. But the one in Harlem, that's the one I really wanted to talk about. Um, that one just sounds dope. So anything we can do to help, let us yeah. know. And Me- any show, when you do get the, uh, when you do finalize the date and location, let yeah. us know so we can cover well, that. Well, I'm going I'm to describe, and, the, um, spread I'm the word. describe Neon Hearts to you. Um, I found an imperative that being that I'm I'm launching a successful LLC that I align myself with an organization that stands for something. So I had one in Detroit 
But I was like, I can't do Detroit if I live in New York City. I'm gonna have the NYC people looking at me like, hold up. Yeah, you can't. Right. You can't help out right. of town. I can't help, help town. Detroit when they ain't even helping themselves with the Flint situation. But that's on yeah, another yeah. note. But check this yeah, though. Yeah, yeah. So I found an organization called Neon Hearts. Um, what I liked about them, they were um. They're based out of Brooklyn? No, uh, out of Harlem, Harlem, I'm sorry? Harlem, yeah. yeah. 126th Street. Okay. What I liked about them, out the gate, when I read their mission and everything, youth leadership. Very important. Because okay. our kids have their attention span like this. And they so, lack leadership. Right. And they lack leadership. Employment programs in urban communities. But the only thing that bothered me about that organization what they didn't have art so now here's your man marketing genius that i am product placement i can offer you and implement an art program where i have the artists come in art and education hands-on art mural projects Panel speaker discussions. It's simple. That uh, basically a a course or uh, yeah. almost, it almost sounds like a college level course. It's art. a prerequisite yeah. nice. for yeah, that program. Template, and when yeah. when is that gonna launch? 2021. But head of Gito yeah. for the yeah. Fresh Materials LLC head game now. Just to show you guys that mine is a terrible thing to waste. So once I implement this program, their grant, what they're already getting is gonna be higher. Yeah. I need my change up front, off the top. Let me keep that up front. Well, they know that. That's what the grants are uh not to say that's what the grants are for, but CTC, cut that, the check. That's where we get our money <laughs> from. Um <laughs> So shout out to Neon Hearts. We're definitely looking forward to that collaboration. Yeah. That's something I want to Cel- see come. Celeste to Kelly. And shout out Celeste Kelly. Support. Magenta Kelly on IG. Shout out to Fresh Materials, the LLC. Best of luck with that. I definitely want to see what's going on with that. Yeah, shout man. out to the shows that you got coming out in 2021. Yeah. Uh, make sure remember, we, make 2020 sure we get is the dead. Invites. Um, make sure we get the invites to those. Very quickly, we want to go to 10 shots with BSOP. Yeah. So the brother right here to my left, he's going to ask you 10 questions. You're going to answer them. Uh, Real quick off the top of your right head. Yeah. You don't need to explain them. Just give your answer. And Let's get it. Can I stand up for that? You don't have to stand yeah, up. You can do what you, do you want, my brother. Yeah, you ready? So whenever yeah. you're ready. All right. Oh. All right. So, uh, ten shots with VSOP. Bless yeah. us. Gonna hit the theme music. Let's get into that. Everybody. All right. Here we go. Number. We're gonna start from the top. Uh, big L or big pun? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't being biased. They was both vicious. All right. Aaliyah, Rihanna, or Beyonce. All of them. <laughs> <laughs> Is Jada top five dead or alive? Most definitely. Wu Tang or Mob Deep? Both. Uh, Is Puff the Devil? Most definitely. <laughs> <laughs> Dancing with the Devil. The quote. That's 
That's a funny one. Uh, here we go. Um, Lauren or Mary J? Both. <laughs> G Unit or Dipset? G Unit. Purple Tape or Iron Man? Purple Tape. Uh, Keith Herring or Basquiat? Both. Uh, Big, uh, <laughs> Biggie, Jay Z, and Nas? All three. So we got a, all, both a lot, and we got all three legends. Got it. But we did get a G unit over Dipset. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. Uh, always a shock. Yeah, because niggas wasn't ready for that fucking pink Cam shit back in the days. But everybody respect Cam. Jules Santana, welcome home. All that good shit. But you know, it's a different era, man. Yeah, shout out to Harlem. Shout yeah. out to Dipset. I always ride with Dipset. You already know. Um, Yo. Shout out to the brother FM, Fresh Materials, a.k.a. Jigmaster, a.k.a. Rolling the Curator for coming through to the Great American Yo, listen. Yo, um, shout out shout to the out brothers to the, that gave me this opportunity absolutely. because this is only the beginning, though, because at the end of the day, you got to flock with the people that's in the same arena. Yes. Once you deal outside of that, that's not a good look. Yeah. No, and definitely. Stay. No, it's not a good look because they're not thinking like you. They're not breathing like you. No, nah, you got to roll with like-minded people that exactly. have the same uh, goals and mission. Right. And in this, mind and at hand. I just want to say one positive thing. energy. I'm going to quote Mr. Magic. Be yourself or find yourself by yourself. So what that means is like, if you front, mm-hmm. you're going to be sought out. If you for real, they recognize that from day one. There's no question. And I'm going to quote Nas. There's only so long fake thugs can pretend. Facts. Queens Very quickly, black, let's get black. into the uh, M. Burns Love Song of the Week. Let's go, baby. Yo, thank you guys for having me, man. That was a blast. No, thank you for having us in your, in and your gallery, my brother. Though. No cursing. <laughs> I'm getting better with it. Good, Good. shit. Ah, uh, baby. <laughs> <laughs> brother F should have it queued up. Um, this, is a, this is actually a remake of a Sade song. This is Marsha Ambrosius. With Stronger Than Pride. Um, I discovered this song late night one time. Uh, back when they used to give music videos on TV. This shit popped up. And I was like, damn, this shit sound kind of crazy. It sound like something I could have did. The original's so Definitely better. check that out. Marsha Ambrose, Stronger Than Pride. The M. Burns Love Song of the Week. The Great American Hip Hop Debate Podcast, Episode 39. Brother Cheer. Sound man, how we looking? We good? No cursing, man. I'm proud of that, man. Did I sit to my thumbs on that? Once again, this is the Amber's Love Song of the Week. This is Marsha Ambrosch of uh Flowetry Fame. Yeah. Uh Stronger Than Pride. I love you. This just sounds hard. <laughs> it's hard. This just sounds hard if you ain't your whip. Turn this up. Turn this up. Shout out to all the lovers. Shout out to all the ex lovers. Shout out to all the lovers. Shout out to all the wifeies and the side people. Shout out to J Roo. Daddy Roo. This drops, I want anybody to throw their hands up. I still really, really love you. 
sure reminds me of like a blend from a, a mixtape. She sounds like uh, Dirty what's Harry. his name? First uh, class. Nah, the, yeah. Sub Zero. Shout out to Club Joe and Sub Zero. Yeah, DJ Sub Zero. And shout out to DJ Q. <laughs> Where is that sucker? Oh, and double shout out to DJ Shasta McNasty. Shasta McNasta. Shasta. Sade's classic. Uh, Stronger than pride. Shout out to everybody whose love is stronger than their pride. Shout out to those, uh, to those, to those of us whose pride is a little stronger than our love. Shout out to all the curly hair girls. Yo, <laughs> I'm not gonna say it right now. My man Joe. <laughs> I'm not gonna say it right now. I'm, I'm gonna keep it off mic right now. Leave me, leave me be. Leave me uh, be. This guy. <laughs> Yo, I gotta talk to you. Shout out to uh, Marsha Am- Ambrios- Ambriosius with the Emburns Love Song of the Week. Stronger than shout Pride, baby. Stronger than Pride. Once again, shout out to the brother FM. Yeah. Shout out to God yeah. coming through. Shout out to the brother. Shout out to International Blood on the check in. Shout out to the brother VSOP on my left. Shout out to the brother F for getting us over our technical difficulties and producing another classic episode. No cursing. I'm getting better with it. Okay. Shout out to all the listeners on Apple Muse, uh, uh, Apple Podcasts. Shout out to everybody on Spotify, Spotify. Podcasts. Shout out to everybody on YouTube. All the followers on the social medias. All the breath babies. All the breath wives. Breath ladies. Breath dads. Breath moms. Saturday Night Fever. Shout out to the Saturday Night Fever. Um, Episode 39. Thank y'all for checking in. We checking out. Chin up, chest out, carry yourself with honor, carry yourself with pride. Blood edits hit my music. Hold on, hold this mic real quick. Oh, hold this mic real quick. You should have never said that, man. I'm going to bring one piece out. One piece out. <laughs> this is you all going to be edited all out. all over the spot, yo. Even that couch y'all sitting on looks like art. You heard? All right, man. Keith Heron Lacoste collaboration. Oh, dope. Yeah, that's dope. That's pretty dope. Let me peep that shit. Oh, yeah, that shit is hard. The black and white with the keep him and jump off in the middle. All the characters. Oh, his navy. Damn, it looks black. Damn, that shit is fly, man. Son, they're not ready.
somebody not jig master. That's why I tell people, anybody could grab a group of artists and put a show together. <laughs> you're not a curator if you do that. 